Hi babes, my name is Tran and I'm a 20-something-year-old just trying to navigate life. Walking to the beat of my own drum, I'm excited to take you along my journey. Showing you that through authentic living, a whole lot of self-love, and intentional actions in the right direction, you too are capable of creating a life that you're obsessed with. So are you ready? Because I thought so. Let's go. Hi everyone, happy Monday and happy whatever day that you might be listening in. Again, usually I release episodes on Monday. This episode, I really just wanted to have a get-to-know-me informal episode where I can just talk to you all and just help you feel a little bit more connected to, I guess, who I am and what I do and allow you to have a deeper understanding of who Tran is, the person behind the microphone, right? Well, hi, hello, my name is Tran. Um, For those that don't know me, I am 22. I work a corporate job. I have, if you want, just check out my LinkedIn and you'll know exactly where I work, you know what I mean? (laughs) But um, actually, in all honesty, I pretty much just... I love doing the episodes. I've been loving all the episodes I've been putting out for you all, and I feel like I've been getting great responses, and I feel that they all come from the heart. But sometimes I'm just scared that I might seem too repetitive. So why not switch things up? I really thought of this episode because I was like, wow, I really want my listeners, and I want you to have a deeper understanding as to my why, who Tran is. So once a month, I want to gauge and try to have an episode where I can talk a little bit more about myself, what I do, some of my life lessons, and why I do things the way I do. Let's just jump right into this week's episode of a brief Q&A that I posted on my Instagram and just answering some of those questions and assumptions for you all. I cannot wait. Let's just dive in. Okay, so I have my phone up right here. I'm going to look through some of these questions right now. If you don't already know, I guess I've been able to establish like this fitness lifestyle brand on Instagram and I've really just found a passion in creating content and wanted to take it up a notch with this podcast, thinking that podcasting can help me further my message in regard to kind of my trajectory and being a minority in regards to my ethnicity as well as my sexual orientation. So I am a gay Asian American male, 22 years old, and I have a passion for fitness and helping people and spreading awareness in that regard and just being a community servant leader. And so I knew that podcasting was kind of the next thing I really wanted to take on, especially starting my career fresh out of college. I really just needed something to do where I didn't feel like my life was where I felt like my life wasn't just mundane and clocking in and out of work. And so I started this project of podcasting and I've only have loved it ever since. And I'm really grateful that you all listen in and give me feedback and responses. And again, if you love it, please share it with a friend. And if it resonated with you, DM me, share it, put it on Instagram, your stories, or leave a review if you can. Anything you do really helps. And so... um. Without further ado, like I've said a million times now, I feel like I'm always trying to cut to the chase, but the first question I received was from one of my great friends, Ange. Ange, babe, if you're listening, hi, kisses, I love you. How do you balance life with a demanding corporate job? Oh my gosh, this is such a great question. So I work in software sales at a company called Oracle. Um, It's hard. It's been really hard. And 
it's not crystal clear every day and blue skies sunny every freaking day when you work in sales. However, I've learned so, so much because of my profession and have thickened my skin and um, the way I carry myself and uh, speak so, so much. And it's just the little things that I've been able to really keep a level head at work and show up as my energized and enthused self because I always want that brand and I always want to create a brand that's reputable in and outside of work. And although even if the going had gotten tough, I never let my work consume me. And I really thought of the person that I wanted to be for my team and the person I want to be outside of work and when I walked away from my desk, especially now when it's like work from home and you don't really know that fine line between work, life, and everything, especially when your work is in your living space, it can be definitely hard. But that said, one, I've learned so, so much at this corporate job. I've really fine-tuned my business acumen tremendously. Secondly, I feel so blessed and lucky to have a job during the midst of a pandemic and at this young of an age at such a reputable company, I'm very blessed and I've um, I feel very humbled coming from a first-generation college student family. I never thought that in a million years I'd be working at a company this size and, again, reputable. But I feel very blessed and very lucky and am extremely grateful because now I can help my family and take care of myself and pay bills and, girl, period, treat myself, right? Duh. Um, but again, going back to this question, how have I been able to balance it? So obviously when work consumes 40 hours of my week, and I'm sure your week as well, if you're a 20-something-year-old listening to this podcast, it can be hard, right? Like you don't want to live a mundane life. Well, at least I don't. I don't want to live a molasses-styled, mundane, like same old, same old, bleak, mother bleep life. So what I do is always keep side hobbies and hustles going, whether it be one, reading a book, Two, going on walks in between my days when I'm allowed to and I, or if I have free time, I go on walks just to change up the, the dynamic of the day or even getting a workout in. I know people always say that, like workout, workout, workout. But even if it's like a 20 minute go, like walk on the treadmill, if I got that to the gym that day or even stretching, something to get my body moving and flowing where I've realized that I still have autonomy over my life and work isn't just my life, um, I felt that I've been able to keep a level head. And I'll tell you, like, I never expected kind of life to be this way. I guess because I'm such a huge dreamer, I kind of saw myself like moving to Cali, traveling the world, like doing the YouTuber things, you know, like what people show online. Um, but now that I'm working this very much real job, have very much real bills to pay, very much student debt, she said, I reality smacked the bleep out of my face. And I realized that I need to secure my bag. You know, I have to build my brand and actually show up to work and be reputable, be professional. And life isn't what you see on social media and YouTube. And so that was really hard for me. But again, answering um, Angie's question, just being able to have autonomy over my life by doing the little things like reading, side hobbies, knitting, I don't know, whatever floats your boat, fashion, makeup, and doing those things, those things will still help you feel like you have autonomy over your life and still feel fulfilled and as if you're not just clocking in and outside of work, right? So remember those side hustles, side hobbies that you love to do and do it. Like go out for drinks on a Tuesday with your friend, go out for lunch for that one hour in the middle of your week, some weeks, like little things like that will that will keep your day exciting and just not mundane. 
The next question is pretty related to career as well from my good friend Sharon. Hi babe, if you're listening, I love you so much and thank you for everything that you do. So Sharon had asked, what are my career aspirations? And I love this question, right? And I think this is something that my Instagram doesn't portray. I feel that my Instagram doesn't portray the professional side of my life and the career and to be honest, money motivated, hardworking grit type person that I am. And that's not at all to toot my own horn. It's just a matter of me knowing myself and where I want to go and where I see myself. And I think anybody who has a clear, direct vision of where they're trying to go at least or have an idea, you will stay on that path. And so I'm not ashamed to name it where I see it. I'm very motivated in my career and, you know, growing within my career. And so right now, in the immediate future, I don't really honestly know. I have an amazing job. I'm just trying to get my feet wet and set the foundation here and the tone and scene. I mean, I've been in this role for about eight months now and I'm very blessed and I'm very happy. However, I do see myself in the long term being an entrepreneur and stepping into that space, which I don't know what business I would like to start up, but I know that for the long haul, I don't want to... For the long haul, I see much greater impact and fulfillment in creating and mentoring and training and leading and speaking, to be quite honest. And this platform, and basically just taking baby steps to get there, right? So I know that I have a very great career right now and I'm working on that. I know that I've started this podcast and Instagram to create my credibility and strengthen my voice. And I know that, right? That's all that I know. But I know and trust that I just have to take steps every single day and be intentional every day. And some days just be as well and not feel like so quite on the hustle all the time and that pressure because I feel like as a 20-something year old, we feel this pressure to always be busy, always keep doing and have a list like going on off our laundry list and it's just like a bunch of to-dos and feeling busy is to be accomplished Um, and I couldn't uh, couldn't disagree more I've just realized in order to get to that career person that I want to be and how successful I want to be in my entrepreneurial spirit I just have to take intentional steps every single day in order to get there right so whether it be again going back to my Instagram brand or my starting a podcast and working hard at the job that I have at the moment, those intentional steps in the present will get me to where I want to be in the future with that long-term goal of hopefully starting a business someday, which I don't know what, but I have ideas within clothing, like casual wear or anything within the fitness industry and or overall like in the self-help industry, that as well. So we will see, but again, just trusting the process, being in love with the process and not the outcome will definitely keep me level-headed at the end of the day. And I guess that's just something that I want to remind you is don't feel the need to always have a laundry list of things to do. Just take everything day by day, be intentional. And some days you just have to be and being is just fine. You know, sometimes sometimes you just got to kick up your feet and recharge in order to take steps forward. So cheers to that. And on to the next question. This next question comes from my best great Instagram friend, Sheridan. Hi, babe. If you're listening, cheers to you. Virtual hug. Love you. How old were you when you came out? What was the hardest part of that transition? So to all my friends, pretty much everyone already kind of assumed that I was gay. And because I wasn't, I guess, quote unquote, straight passing and I had feminine mannerisms, I never really had the option to come out to 
the, to society norms because everyone kind of already generalized and assumed that I was gay, which I guess they hit the nail on the head with that one. Bingo, baby girl, she's gay, very much gay, I guess whatever gay looks like to you, but people always people had always stereotyped me with talking gay, walking gay, whatever that freaking meant, and I'm assuming just being too feminine, right? Um, being too feminine for um, a guy, obviously I identify as a male. And so with those stereotypes, people categorized me as being gay because I was a male with fruity or feminine ten- um, feminine mannerisms. So uh, automatically, I guess I was gay for them, right? But again, I'm not denying the fact. I understand. However, it would have been nice if people didn't just assume my sexual orientation. But yes, I am gay. Um, but... I basically, to my social circle, my official come out was kind of in high school when I told my best friend, Jennifer, if you're listening, hi, babe. Um, I came out to her in the library. I was so nervous. My my heart was beating out of my chest and I felt like a golf ball in the back of my throat. And granted, it's like your girls already kind of know, like the girl, like your 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 best friends always kind of were like, babe, like it was just a matter of time. Like I just, I always kind of knew, da da da, right? Like I know it's again because they're playing on the stereotype and I don't blame them, whatever. I get it, right? But she was just a kind of like, well, it was just a matter of time and out of respect, she didn't want to assume that I was gay. But again, she, when I told Told her in the library in high school she was like oh my gosh Tran, yes like we were both crying to be honest and that was the first person I told that officially words out of my own mouth and not just assumption that I was gay and I think the biggest monumental moment for me was when I got back from study abroad my sophomore year the summer after my sophomore year yes I know study abroad changes your life <laughs> um I came back and, you know, I ripped the band-aid off. I had like a nose piercing. I was a brand new bad bleep, you know? And so I was like, I need to tell my mom and dad that I am gay, to be honest. They didn't know. I mean, maybe they did. And they were kind of just like brushing it under the rug just because they were worried of the potential dangers that I could be put at or the potential danger that society would propose on me because of my sexual orientation. So... We just never talked about sexual sexual orientation in my household. Also considering how traditional my parents are, we just never talked about it, which whatever, I wasn't ready up until that moment anyway. And so I came back from my study abroad trip and I was like, mom, we were driving to the laundromat, um, laundromat just to set the scene. I was like, mom... I love you and thank you so much for everything you do. I know you've sacrificed a lot, but for me to better understand and connect with you, I want you to know that I like men. Yes. Oopsie. Sorry. (laughs) And so I did tell her then. And um, I love my mom, but it was a a shock for her just because... She just wanted me to be safe and she was just scared of, again, the risk and dangers that I would be facing because of society's hateful, hateful norms, you know? And so I understand and, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to live inauthentic to who I am and half the person I am because I'm scared. I will always shine, baby girl, tenfolds brighter because you, you know, um, try to mute me. So don't worry, I'll clap back twice as hard as you try to clap me. So yes, um, I told my mom that summer. And I mean, overall, that transition was hard. And my parents honestly hated when I wore makeup before I came out. They hated the way I act, walked, talked, and they were just worried for me and were just like, why don't you act like your brothers? And, I, and obviously, I kind of put two and two together as in what they were referring to was just 
why don't you act more manly? Why don't you act more straight? You know what I mean? And so it was definitely hard. I had a lot of cries to my brothers because everyone knew pretty much all my life that I was gay other than my family. I mean, other than my family in regards to my parents. Um, and so it was really tough because I felt like I was living a Hannah Montana life. Baby girl was, um, you know, you know, censoring who she was. And so it was tough. But I was very fortunate and lucky enough to have one amazing friends that only supported and loved me for authentically tran. Secondly, I had amazing brothers that rooted for me. So I felt like at least the family value was there, even though my parents didn't know just yet. But once I told my parents um, and ripped the bandaid off, it was a still a hard transition. But I want to remind you and leave you closing out this question is your parents are people as well. And at the end of the day, they still want the best and want the best for you. And they love you for you, especially speaking on my own experience. I know that my mom and dad just wanted the best for me. And they kind of thought whatever best was in their eyes was for me to be straight. But, you know, they soon realized um, that as I proved to them that gay was only a small, minute part of who Tran was, when I showed them my career success, my co college success, getting a, a scholarship, um, going on trips to compete for competitions I was in for school, um, and just having such a fun life with amazing friends, they soon saw that being gay was only, again, a snippet of who I was, so they felt more trusting and more comforted that it wasn't all of who I was and, you know, more at ease. And so baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. It took to now my parents at least kind of understanding where I come from. Obviously, they don't, um, they still worry for me. But I mean, again, baby steps, right? It's better than a lost cause and no relationship with your parents. So give them grace. Explain super slowly, especially if you have Asian parents like me. You have to be very patient with them. And I know it's hard because it's like something you're super passionate about and it's a character it's like something you can't change right your sexual orientation is something you can't change but it takes time it takes many different conversations lots of cries but at the end of, of the day it will be worth it but if you're in a toxic household i'm there for you and i'm here for you and sometimes it it, it will be hard and you won't see the light at the end of the tunnel but It'll be worth every single conversation and cry. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm here for you. So if you need, hit me up on Instagram and we can talk about it more. The next question was from my friend Erica. And she asked, how did you get into health and fitness and who inspired you, right? Oh my God, great question. So I got into health and fitness mainly um, my freshman year of college. And honestly, that first stage was kind of like get skinny, get super toned, have abs. And I basically was just doing cardio all the time up until I was on Instagram. And I feel like this was kind of like starting to evolve with Instagrammers post um, fitness workouts. And I remember the first few people that I followed or saw was Katie Hearn um, from Alani New or Lynn Lowe's from, um, from on Instagram. And so I was like, holy moly, these girls are so bad. They're like slim thick and they have muscle and I freaking think it's so hot. And for me, like because I don't know for me it's really weird but I try to 
I watch a lot of women athletes and see their physique and I think it's so sexy and I'm like, holy moly, like I want to emulate that. And because I naturally have a leaner, smaller build, I kind of wanted to play with what I had. So I started to lift, I started to work out, I started to get my hands on dumbbells, save Instagram workouts, watch what Lynn Lowe's did, watch what Hannah Oberg did, watch what the twins from Gymshark, I know the twins, I forget their name, but those girls did... And was like, okay, like, I want to be strong. You know, I want to be a true athlete. So I started to save their Instagram videos and watch those and just practice in my basement and then slowly incorporated more workouts when I was at the gym. And quite frankly, my brothers also inspired me a lot too, especially Trim. If he's listening to it, oh my gosh, don't tell him because it's going to go straight to his head. But he really did help me kind of get into like lifting weights and what the difference with the gym was because I kind of he was always going into the gym right and I was like why don't you just work out at home it's not that deep like the the workouts at home are just as effective and which yes they are and no tea no shade if you work out at home because I know quarantine everything I know COVID whatever and we all have resources that fit our schedules and agenda however he kind of showed me the importance of actually lifting weights and cables and like accessory work and going into the gym and seeing how those equipment can transform your physique and that really helped me as well and honestly in my close circle I also had such great friends such as my friend Connie and Verena and Bianca that helped me like really shape the early years of my college lifting phase and if they're listening shout out to you babes I love you all women in fitness women in power hell the f yes I just feel so empowered by women lifting weights and in fitness so let's just leave it at that um but those girls especially V had had this conversation with me one time when I was in the library. I was just so focused in my studies and she knew that fitness was starting to become become something that I love. And she was like, well, have you been working out? And I was like, no. And she's like, why? And I said, busy, very much busy. She's in her books, you know, she's, she's securing the A's, the B's on the occasion, the D's. Okay, let's not go there. Anyways, <laughs> head out the gutter. Um, but Verena would tell me, like, Tran, like, you're never going to have time. You only have 24 hours in a day, so why are you prolonging, postponing your goals, where you want to go, how far you can go, and your, basically, your physique goals, your, your nutrition goals, right? Like, once you start working, will you have more time? Once you have kids, a family, will you have more time? And I was like, no. And so she was like, well, what's stopping you from now when your only responsibility is school, right? And I was like, holy shit. Facts. Mama said facts. She said very much mic drop. And so I had that epiphany. That was probably the biggest life epiphany I've ever had because that transformed my entire trajectory in college to now start being more committed to actually not just working out but filming content posting it on my instagram and seeing it to fruition and so shout out to v i've told her this so many times before but she truly 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 has been the backbone to why i've done what i've done and how far i've come so shout out to you babe if you're listening i love you so dearly and so so much and with all the friends I've met on Instagram now, like that narrative has only been strengthened with all the people I've met and all the women I've crossed paths with on Instagram and fitness brands such as Lane A and Gymshark have really transformed that kind of narrative for me. And I feel like I cannot wait to be like this gay 
feminine boy in fitness. To be honest, like, let's name it. I hope 2021 gives me an opportunity to get there and really strengthen my brand and take it up a notch. But yes, until then, that was my answer to Erica's question. And the last question I was asked was, what supplements do I take? Right now, I only take greens and my reds. So they're kind of like antioxidants. My veg- You're serving of vegetables and fruits, pretty much. And that's all I take. But other than that, baby girl, I don't really believe in marketing schemes. I don't want to invest in more products and stuff and just like oh it's just not me you know I feel like it's just too much I don't want to be reliant on stuff I want to make sure that I'm eating enough very intuitively and just taking care of myself and how my body feels because very much this body is a temple and you must treat it as such and um, I'm trying to secure and save my bag save and invest and not spend on that on I don't know like supplements to be quite honest I feel like I trust my body to show up where I can and take in the nutrients it needs from the reds and greens that I take and aside from that nothing else but I mean I do see the benefits of taking more protein and essentially like um taking protein if you need taking pre-workout on the occasion like an NBCAs or whatever but I also can see how you can go without so I don't want to go off on a tangent with that, but to answer my babe Olivia's question, I love you so much if you're listening. I do not take, um, really, aside from my greens and reds, I do not take anything else, but please tread lightly and it's each their own, right? Whatever your, your nutrition and your workout goals are, babe, to each their own, do you. But I say save your bag. I see more value in getting cute clothes eating good, buying myself a coffee, so I don't buy supplements. Sorry. Tying this bad boy episode up, I just want to take this time to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I think it's been very hard in the last few days seeing what's been transpiring in the news, but I want to remind you that you have a voice, you have a calling, and you have a why. Do not lose your backbone. Do not lose your backbone and listen to your heart and your soul. Align with that. Ask yourself stronger, better questions and really manifest that person you want to become because you are on way and this is your only shot at life, right? It would feel so shameful to rush to the end of your life and feel, woo, this was such an easy ride, right? No. Easy robs you of proud, as Keisha always says. So aim high, shoot for the stars, and understand your fullest potential, right? Today is a new day, and it's a narrative that you're going to write and call it on your own terms. So show up as you can. Do your best. Give yourself grace, point blank, period. I'm so proud of you. I'm so thankful that I've been able to create this space for all of us today. And cheers to you. Please go ahead and share this episode if it vibed with you in any which way or leave a review. Thank you so much, babe, for all the things that you've done for me and believed in me. I love you to pieces. Have a blessed day. My love, if you enjoyed this episode just as much as I enjoyed making it for you, please do me a favor and get onto social media. Help me get the word out by tagging me. What was your favorite part about this episode? Please go ahead and let me know. I'm excited to hear from you. And until next time, have a blessed day. You got this.